He did that right as we went. Yes, that is the perfect sound to hear, right? Yeah. Like, what is going on? Sup, y'all? Welcome to Original Gamers Podcast. Somebody like doesn't have their headphones in because I'm hearing myself. Hang on, hang on. It's not me. I hate when. I hate when we start this and then the YouTube link starts playing and then I'm oh. hearing everything twice. Yep. And there, and there for a second, I didn't realize that's what was going on. And I was like, wow, you guys are just talking right over my intro. No, you really weren't. So we do. Uh, we don't care. It was YouTube. All right. So I'm going to yeah. kind of start over. We're going to start the show twice. Sup, y'all. Welcome to Original Gamers Podcast. I'm your host, Tee. Patrick Ryan, otherwise known <laughs> as Huge Cow Patty or HTP for short. And I am joined today, as always, by Nolan Brown. Hey. And Joel Watt. Hello, friends. And oh, look, Sorry, we have, cracking up. We have a we have a viewer already. What's up? What's up, Anafix? It's Anafix. Oh, it's, Anafix. it's our buddy. It's Nolan, your silly inside joke. He's indeed. I can't believe uh, I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's not tea. It's vitamin water this time. But I, I have I have tea in my in my central barbecue cup. An ounce of water. They should. An ounce, just an ounce. There was like nothing left in that glass. I literally just woke up. I told you. Oh, I still have some Dr. Pepper left over. That's true, Dr. Pepper. This podcast sponsored by Vitamin Water. Yes. <laughs> if only. Uh, this week is a very uh, special episode of Original Gamers Podcast. Then the main show, we're going to be talking about GoldenEye 007. But before we get into that, the reason this is so special is because this is the kickoff of the Rarathon 24-hour live stream to raise money for Extra Life and Le Bonheur Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, if you're not familiar with Extra Life, they collect monies from people and they send that monies to hospitals all around the country and probably all around the world. Uh, we have chosen Le Bonheur mostly just because there wasn't a hospital near me that was sponsored by Extra Life. And I used to live in Memphis, and I know Le Bonheur's nice. And uh, Joel and Nolan didn't have a problem with Le Bonheur. Yeah. So that's that's how that's how discriminating we are on Original Gamers Podcast. We just randomly... Even though I think when I signed up, I accidentally hit the one in L.A. for myself on accident, oh. not realizing. But Well, I'm sure they're fine, too. Yeah. That's well. That's the one I usually do. Just because I'm yeah. like, there we go. Because I forgot be. that we had decided on a on a different one. I well, just out of instinct. If you use the team link, uh, which you can find yeah. in the YouTube description of this video, uh, all that money will go to Lebonner. Um, you may be familiar with another video game related um, charity called Child's Play. Their money is used on video game consoles and software to provide to the hospitals. Extra Life just sends that money directly to the hospital and it's sent to them as unrestricted funds so the hospital gets to pick how they want to use that money. Um, I just bring that up because I actually was under the false impression a few weeks ago that Extra Life also bought game consoles and they don't. They send it to the hospital. So. There's no right or wrong way to do this. I'm just bringing up the difference in case you were one of those people like me who didn't know there was a difference. Um, so that's a, yes, 
Barry, put that in. We so we're doing what we call a rareathon. We're going to be playing games that are all developed by the company Rare, which was previously an independent company and then was mostly owned by Nintendo. They were not wholly owned by Nintendo. Nintendo just owned a majority stake in the company. And then at some point, Nintendo was like, we don't want to own a majority stake in you anymore. So Microsoft just came around and flat out bought them. So you're going to see us playing games that were developed for Nintendo consoles. You're going to see us playing games that were developed for the Xbox 360, because that's about the time that that acquisition happened. And you'll be seeing us playing games that are on that were developed yeah, for Xbox really One. old computers. Uh, are there Xbox One games? In Rare, Rare Replay? Replay. Well, I mean, Rare Replay isn't. <laughs> but all Actually, of the games. Supposedly, there's something coming out next year. Uh, yes. So I was looking uh, oh, the pirate at, at what to play. See, the Sea yeah. of Thieves. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So. That actually looks really, really good, but it's not out yet, so we don't have to play on that. Yeah. Unfortunately, the game that we're going to be talking about, which was developed by Rare, is not on this collection because it's a it's James Bond game, it's licensed, it's tied up and all this nonsense. And I'm the only one who owns an actual copy of the game, and I don't have the ability to stream my N64. So you're not going to play in this game. Uh, I think that also means that unless I go buy one of the Donkey Kong games for my Wii U, you're probably not going to see any DKC either, because Rare Replay is on the Xbox One, Nintendo obviously retains all the rights to the Donkey Kong games. Uh, that would be DKC 1 through 3, um, Diddy Kong Racing, and Donkey Kong 64. But Which, That bummed me out about Diddy Kong Racing, because that's what I was looking forward to right? And when this was coming out. And actually, because of Banjo being in Diddy Kong Racing and Conker being in Diddy Kong Racing... Um, you don't see Diddy Kong Racing showing up in Virtual Console anywhere. I think they mm -hmm. they remade it for 3DS or 3DS regular DS. Yeah. So. Or no, DS. It was DS. DS. Yeah. So there's a sure. and then I'm pretty sure that happened after the Microsoft acquisition. But of course, Microsoft doesn't have a handheld system, so they're they're not weird about putting stuff out on. Competing it's called Steam else. on a tablet. Yes. So, um, Joel just disappeared. His, his PC did something. So yeah, he said he'll, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll 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 come back. He always does. So I did hear about that uh, source mod. That yeah. Sorry, I was reading chat. Oh. You know, there's a GoldenEye source mod for Half Life Two. I'm like, I did hear about that. I did not. I've not played it, that's but I have heard of it. That it's supposed to be pretty good. That's pretty cool. Um, Goldeneye was remastered for the Wii, and it had they put Daniel Craig in it. Oh, that's yeah, right. That, I that, that. that that's weird. Right. Uh, that weird Activision thing that came out a little yeah. while ago. I don't know if it was any good. I didn't try it. I I. I Never got around to actually getting it. I wanted to, but it didn't yeah. happen. That was on Wii. 
Okay. And cl- clearly, none of us own it. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, um, I don't have my Wii anymore. So, why well, you got your Wii U, right? Yeah, I got my Wii U. Yeah, so you, you'd be able to play it. Um, wanted to, yeah. If you wanted to, so I really wanted to. That is what we've got going on here. And as we start every episode, we start it by shooting the breeze, by letting you all get to know us a little bit better, by talking about our personal lives, our hopes, our dreams, our fears. Sometimes we complain about work on here, which mm-hmm. I don't do a whole lot because I have a wife to complain to. But Joel and Nolan are lonely people, and they have to come here and complain to you. Wow. So, so wow. Nolan, yeah. So nice. uh, oh, Joel's back. <laughs> um, so Nolan, let's start with you. How's your uh, How's your last two weeks been? Um, well, I've been trying to find uh, two of my friends are getting married. Um, next to each other. Yes. Okay. Yes, they to each other. Okay. Um, in yeah, two weeks. So. Uh, and I'm in the uh, the wedding party, so I've been trying to get a suit. That's been majority of what that was, and I finally got one after much searching. And uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. I mean, work has been kind of annoying because it's basically because one person put in their um, two weeks, and their last day was yesterday. And uh, the other person that we have working with us is not available all the time because of our other job. So it's basically me and my boss, which means that while I'm enjoying the uh, about 40 hours a week, especially when uh, pay time comes, it's very taxing when you know I have to be up at 5 o'clock and then get home at like 6.30. So I'm... Um, Use some sweet overtime then, huh? Nonprofit, so or not for profit, so no, no overtime, unfortunately. Tax dodgers. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, so that and then uh, what we started doing is um, <clears throat> with the kids on Tuesday we have uh, I think the science time with Doctor Narwhal, which my nickname at camp is Mister Narwhal because. There's not a lot of animals that name starts with an N, and there was some. There's that narwhal song that was on the internet for a while. Narwhals, narwhals swimming in the yeah. ocean because they are so that one. awesome. Yes, I must Sorry. have missed that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, uh, same guy that did Badger, 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 Badger. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That so uh, that was really popular, and there's that. So I'm like, okay, and I have an honorary title of doctor now, <clears throat> specifically on Tuesdays, and so. We do science experiments, and uh, thing we did on Tuesday. There's a point to this, I promise. Um, it was basically taking a glass bottle, creating a vacuum by heating up the air inside, and it sucks a hard-boiled egg because of the vacuum. It sucks a, the egg into the bottle. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to get it out by blowing into it, which creates more pressure on the inside, which pushes the egg out. When I did so, I did it wrong, and... Uh, I pushed air back up through my sinuses and basically half of my face puffed up like it looked like I had been like I was very allergic to something and had some kind of reaction and uh, 
then like we saw a couple of people that was basically telling me that I popped a blood vessel and I was probably going to have a stroke within the next couple of hours for most of the day. Then finally we went to the ER and the guy and the person there was like, no, you just blew air into your sinuses and puffed up. Um, and that's all it is. It'll disperse on its own within the next two days. So, yeah. Didn't. So I spent like the last two days with like my face, like with air trapped underneath my skin. That's interesting. Did you? Do you have pictures yeah. of this? Uh, I do. I can send it to you. I guess. Yes, you need to. You need actually, if you can pull them up on your computer and screen share, that would be. That would be. Uh, well, it's on my phone, so I don't know if I oh. could. Well, then pull it up on your phone and hold your phone over your camera. Show it. <laughs> hold the phone over the camera. Okay. That, hold on. That, the high tech. Um, Let's see. Um, hang, hang on. on. Let me, let me the right thing so I can actually see. Oh yeah. There you can see like the right side of my face very yeah, very swelled up. Your yeah. your eye your yeah. eye all shut and stuff. Yeah, my eye mostly and then like the rest it looked like I had like a ping pong like several ping pong balls in my cheek. Be science. Yeah. I I need to move the YouTube chat to my other screen so I can actually see it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> That's been my uh, week and then uh have you considered having a washed up celebrity come out and do a rap about gender? Because that's all the rage on science shows these days. Is it? <laughs> Bill Nye thought so. <laughs> so <laughs> and I mean you're who, who just was it? you're just as much a scientist as he is. Uh who was she? I don't know. He acted like she was this big well-known person and i had no idea who she was and even after i looked her up i still wasn't really sure okay yeah if you if you haven't seen that and you don't mind seeing and not really seeing anything that's awful it's more hearing awful things that's on youtube bill nye i don't want to say the name of it because it's kind of raunchy so <laughs> so never mind this is it's christian weird. this is a christian podcast you should be watching that crap anyway you could just watch it on netflix too because that's where it is all right um rachel bloom that's there yeah. you go yeah i have no who, who is that no no idea no idea but if you watch the episode of the bill what is bill nye saves the world or whatever it's called he acts like you should know who this is i couldn't tell you so I have no idea who this person is. I'm looking yeah. at them I'm like I and I don't I think have no idea. I don't think it's because I live in a Christian bubble cuz even though I live in a Christian bubble, I know who a lot of people are and I had no idea who she was. Um let's get off that weird topic and go to Joel. Well, now now I need to figure out who the You do that and we'll have Joel she, tell us about She won a Golden Globe on the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Damn, what is that show? I've never heard of it. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the one on thing CW. I recognize her for is on uh have you guys heard of Starbomb? Nope. Yeah. It's okay, you know the Game Grumps? They made a band yeah. called Starbomb. Oh. And one of their songs, Luigi's Ballad, I guess she does the she has the voice for Princess Peach. Okay. That's the single thing oh. that I recognize her from at all. 
And now every time I see that video, I'm going to picture Princess Peach singing it. <laughs> Thanks for ruining that for me. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not your fault. Okay. Internet. All right, Joel. Say, anyway. save, save the show. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. So, so my week... Uh, was it last week or two weeks ago? I want to say now we implemented a uh, live video feed through ProPresenter, uh, so he get lyrics on the live video feed to out to live stream, and um, during, during the worship music, and uh, it didn't work out so well because we went for the cheaper solution. And there is there is a video delay, so I had to delay the audio to make it all synced up. But one one of our overflow rooms is just across the hall from the main sanctuary. And actually, there's a second one that's just right attached to the sanctuary. So, like the delay was really distracting for people who were sitting in those rooms, and so had to had to deal with all of those complaints <laughs> and uh, and then uh, convince convince the admin pastor that it was worth it to I mean he's the one who brought it up to me saying this is terrible and I was like okay fine so I had to convince him to go with the proper alpha keying solution and which ended up being a lot cheaper than I thought it was and we should have just done that first um, so that was my week putting things back to nor way, the way they were and ordering things to so and now I'm waiting just waiting for things to arrive hopefully and 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 yesterday I thought there was an event tonight at, at church that I had to work but it's actually next week but there is an event tomorrow morning that I'm going to be skipping out on because we're going for 24 hours here mm -hmm. so yeah, that's that's gonna be fun. Um, ignoring all those text messages. <laughs> yeah, I should put my phone on silent. I realize it's still. Joel, yeah. help! Something's wrong. Yeah, no, our our normal sound guy is there, so he can usually handle everything. That's good. Um, Unlike with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing he's not super familiar with is the live stream setup. And yeah. So, during my, when my shift is over, I might have to run over there and set things up and then come back here. Right. So. Sweet. Um, I have been watching Hurricane Irma. Oh, yeah. Quite, quite closely. Uh, when I looked yesterday, it was still projected to be quite a bit farther east of me. Um, I mean, I'd I'd probably get some tropical storm force winds and rain, but when you grow up in Florida, that's like pansy stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say, so, isn't that like just Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's just whatever. Yeah. But this morning, actually, not this morning, a couple hours ago, I looked, and the newest projection, according to the Weather Channel, is that it has shifted a little bit to the west. Um, not close enough to me that I'm worried about it but it is something to be looking at excuse me <clears throat> there's my burp for the the stream um so yeah there's that i do have family in miami and melbourne 
Florida, which is kind of close to Disney and Universal Studios and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure the family from Melbourne left to come up this way, but I think my crazy aunt in Miami was like, no, bolt everything to the ground and stay. So, um, and the Miami is going to be the most impacted. Right. I, and I'm pretty sure there's last time I looked, there were no forced evacuations in Florida yet. Um, I, I could be wrong about that. I don't know. So anyway, watch watching that. And, uh, if you, if you're watching this, and I, I said something about this on the main Crossforge Gaming Facebook page. If you're watching this and you're like, man, I'd, I'd rather give my money to uh, some hurricane relief, uh, go do that. You know, I, we're, we're, not, um, we're not greedy here. If uh, God wants you to donate to sick kids, then you should do that. If God mm -hmm. wants you to donate to hurricane relief, then you should go do that. If God wants you to donate to... Uh, monkeys who are heroin addicts because they live in a laboratory, then go do that. That would be intense. <laughs> yeah, sure no. would. <laughs> you have that link up? Uh, no, I don't. I haven't looked into that. Um, oh, okay. But also, Next if you, if you are gonna <laughs> donate to uh, heroin addicted monkeys, please research the charity before you just give them your money because <laughs> a lot of these charities are just <laughs> take your money and are not actually <laughs> donating to anything. <laughs> worthy so you okay no <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah i'm good all right. good, good. <laughs> all right um enough of that uh, let's talk let's talk some golden eye 007 so the developer for this is of course rare the theme of this weekend I should probably get those notes sorry uh, don't mind me i was actually you know uh, google drive will tell you who's in the in there and who's not and i was noticing you weren't and i was like I well, for whatever reason i was thinking we're doing the podcast part like tomorrow morning oh no oh yeah so actually I, I should go ahead over that our schedule for a little bit so we're doing this it'll be a regular yeah. episode it'll be however long it's gonna be just like every other episode of this show um except at, we're not on a time crunch right whatsoever at uh at 10 a.m eastern time we will break from streaming games and come back and, and we'll talk. We'll do a little update, uh, tell you guys how much money we've raised and all that stuff. Oh, and, and just that's just happening. That's probably okay. what you were thinking of. That's and then, what, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. And then the final hour of the stream, so that's 9 p.m. Eastern time, we'll come back and, and do another little wrap-up and we'll talk and stuff. Uh, I should also point out that our goal is $500, and for every hour that we... No, I, I'm saying that wrong. If When we hit $500, when we hit our goal, for every hour remaining in the stream, I'll go through my list of Steam games that I have codes for that I haven't redeemed, and I'll give one away. So if we reach 500 bucks in the next 20 minutes, I'll give away... 23 games if we reach 500 bucks in 12 hours into the stream then i'll give away 12 games it just you know depends if we don't hit our goal um then baby jesus will cry and i won't give away any games so that's that wow <laughs> laying on the laying on the Whoa. guilt trip 
Ooh. Just, and, it, and when you make uh, baby Jesus cry. That's yeah, that's a, it's that's some nice. Ask Ricky Bobby all about just, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, back to <laughs> back to the game. Uh, yeah, developed by Rare, published by Nintendo. Director is Martin <laughs> Hollis, and he. Oh shoot! I closed the Wikipedia page because his name How actually his name actually had a link. Um, so that usually tells me that he's done some other cool stuff. He's important so in go. some way. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, Martin Hollis is a computer video game designer. He's worked in the computer video game industry since 1996. So he'd only been at Rare for a year, because this game came out in 97. Uh, was head of software at Rare. He was director and producer of the critically acclaimed first-person shooters, GoldenEye 007, and Perfect Dark. He left Rare in 98. 14 months into the development of Perfect Dark to work as a consultant on the development of the GameCube at Nintendo of America. In 2000, he founded Zunami in Cambridge. Zunami uh, has released Zendoku Go. Oh, no. Zendoku Go Puzzle with an exclamation point after Go and Bonsai Barber. I have not heard of any of these games. <clears throat> but I've heard of Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. So, yeah. yeah. That's what that's what matters. It's nothing to shake a stick at. Um, since this is a Western developer, we're not going to be stumbling over saying names, but I'll, I'll divvy it out anyway. Nolan, can you take the three designers? Sure. Uh, Carl Hilton... Adrian Smith and B. Jones. B. Jones. That's how it is. Okay, I'm like the, uh, uh, Yeah, that's that's you, uh, how it is in Wikipedia. Okay. I don't know who who B. Jones B. is. B. Jones. Uh, Joel, you want to hit the writers and composers? B. Jones. Sure. Uh, the writer is David Doak. I believe is how you pronounce that. Sure. Uh, and, and the composers are Graham Northgate, the immutable Grant Kirkhope, and Robin Beanland. That's a fantastic name. Robin Beanland? Beanland? Yeah. Robin Beanland. That's pretty great. Uh, Live in the land of beans. <laughs> I, I did not know this until a couple of days ago. Grant Kirkhope did the soundtrack to the very weirdly titled Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle that just came out for Switch. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I've been hearing a lot of really good things about a game about Mario and the video game version of Minions shooting each other. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to mess up the XCOM formula. Yes. So. I have actually not played an XCOM game, so I don't have any. That's supposed to be XCOM. It's it's an RTS, yeah. but it's mm -hmm. like a it's a shooter RTS as opposed to like Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy wow. Tic Tacs. So. Yeah, you just said Final Fantasy Tic Tacs. Yes, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's quoting it. I just wasn't sure if you meant to do it or yes. not. <laughs> okay. Um, I had the same thought. And I'm like, wait, no, that's. I think Gerard said wait, that. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Proton John. He got oh, okay. it from Proton John. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> actually, it's a pretty common joke. You can Google Final Fantasy Tic Tacs and you'll find 
a package of Tic Tacs with the Final Fantasy Tactics logo on it. Pretty fantastic. <laughs> yes. Um, and th this, of course, exists in the James Bond universe. And Ian Fleming was the creator of James Bond the novels, not the creator of... This isn't really a series of video games because there's just the one. I mean, yes, there are other James Bond games, but... This is the best one. This is Yeah, this is the best one. The other ones don't matter at all. You know, at the same time, you go back and play this, it's it's pretty painful. Like, I played this, yeah. like, oh, yeah. last year. I'm like, <laughs> wow. It's... Yeah. I mean, most N64 games going back, I'm like, I loved this game. But my God, this is ugly to look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... Wow. So, speaking of yeah. that, um, oh, real quick, the the game uh, Wikipedia only had one release date. It's on N sixty four on August twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. And as we said before, uh -huh. because it's a licensed game, the likelihood that you're ever going to see it anywhere else, except for that weird Wii thing that Activision made, where they replaced yeah. they replaced um, Pierce Brosnan with uh, Daniel Craig and yeah, how, how you, motion controls. How can you do that? I don't know. It's weird. Um, yeah, so Science. the game hasn't really appeared anywhere else. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> speaking of the... Uh, the So this game is on N64. Uh, so it graphically, it hasn't aged... And, and actually, it probably just hasn't aged well at all. But we're all... No, yeah, the are yeah. But we're all a bunch yeah. of giant man children who look fondly on our teenage years and our. Were you a teenager yet, Nolan, when this came out? No, I was six. Okay, so our our very so, no. pre so some of us are very preteen years. Uh, we look on them fondly, even if, even if the word we're you were looking for playing, is childhood. Uh, yes, that's it. <laughs> childhood. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Um, I mean, it's like Ocarina of Time. It's the same thing. Like except. Yeah. Yeah, I except, would much rather play that. Yeah, except Ocarina of Time is actually still good. Goldeneye. Yeah. I, I would argue that its controls are clunky by well, yeah. standards. Okay, yeah. But but it's still a good game. It despite the controls being clunky by today's standards, I am so used to it that I'm comfortable with it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. So um but where where I'm headed with this is, you know, we play the game, we had fun, even though like Especially when you're playing multiplayer, and let's say like you had a whole bunch of explosions going on, those frame, oh, the frame rates would drop to like <laughs> you know maybe ten, maybe even yeah. lower than that. I don't even know. Uh, but uh, we yeah. still we still had anything fun. less than twenty, you'd notice. Yeah, uh, but we still had fun. We still liked it, and uh, I'm unless if you picked odd job, in which case you suck. Yeah, <laughs> odd, you should odd feel job terrible man. about yeah. yourself. Um, but I, I heard a, uh, an interview with someone who's at rare now and they're, they were talking about this game they've got coming out, Sea of Thieves, which is going to be on Xbox one and PC. And they were talking about how they, they want the minimum specs for the game to be really, really low. Cause right now, I think if you're in the Xbox one preview program, you are sort of automatically in the beta for this game and there were there were people talking about how well they want to play it on pc but they don't have like a beefy machine and that they 
wouldn't care at all if the frame rate dipped to something that somebody like me would be like, no, this is completely unacceptable. Uh, so, but Rare has listened and they're like, well, I mean, if people are just enjoying the game and they don't mind if the frame rate dips really low, then sure, we'll, we'll make it run on some potato of a computer and and at first i was like that's just crazy but then i got thinking about golden i went i mean i play that and the yeah. frame rate is awful so yeah i guess i know where they're coming from so nfx actually brought up a pretty good point um he said did anyone even care about the frame rate drops back then and no. and yeah. i was like yes, no. no i mean uh, like like it was an accepted thing every game slowed down at some point like it's like this. I remember playing Zelda, and it's like, man, there are too many. You had too many moblins on screen, and they're just shooting. It's just like, Ooh. yeah, and like, See, which it, actually was cool because it's like, look, it's the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually had time to think about what you're doing and plan your route you know, for a few yeah. seconds into right. the, a couple of the arrows went off screen, and the machine caught mm. back up. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, back back then, all the all the gaming magazines, which came on this ancient technology known as paper, um, <laughs> they 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 were all about the polygon count. You know, that's what everybody like. The N sixty four has this many polygons, and other PlayStation's got this many, and and the Sega Saturn is a two D console and fakes it, but we're there <laughs> anyway. Um, that's that's how that went. And then and oh then like. Then when the 360 came out, then it was all oh resolution, and now I feel like the thing is frame rate. That's the thing that people are. I mean, like, which is weird because both Sony and Microsoft are really on this 4K kick, but what I see people arguing about is frame rate, and which yeah. is stupid because, like, for me honestly, if something runs in 30 frames, I don't care. That's fine. Like. Yeah, Dark Souls plays at thirty frames, which it's like arguably you should have sixty, like as many frames you can get with that, because you know. Right, reasons, I, I I'm with you. I think thirty frames is is perfectly like, acceptable. But if we're if we're talking about you know, would I rather have four K thirty frames a second or ten eighty p sixty frames a second? I would. Oh, take, I would take ten eighty sixty frames. Yeah, I would take yeah. that. Absolutely. Okay. I don't need 4K. I honestly can't tell much of a difference between 4K and 1080. So, no, I, I, I mean, I'm sure if you had a 1080p and a 4K screen right next to each other, I could probably go. Oh, well, that one's the 4K, but yeah. isolated from each other, I don't. Oh no way! No. Exactly. Yeah. It's I like I'm like I don't give a crap. <laughs> I don't care. Like it looks. Yeah. It looks really nice. So, Good job. We have someone. However. We have uh, some uh, Nathan Davis, which I, I want to give him a shout out. He's he was our first donor. Uh, he gave us twenty five bucks, so thank you, Nathan. Um, he's asking us what this heresy is, so he must be all about that resolution, probably. Um, but you know what? All about that res. You know what, Nathan? We we have we, this is our show, and we get to say what we want, and you're just a viewer, so ha. If you this want to, is my opinion. If, yeah, if you, you want, you're free to disagree with it. Right. <laughs> if you want to spread your resolution propaganda, go start a podcast and do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, Nathan knows. He, we, well, I've actually met him. He uh, that weekend that me and Josh went and visited Jimmy, 
in Tennessee, Nathan, because he wasn't too, he doesn't live too far away. He came by and hung out. So he's a good dude. Um, all right. Enough of that. Hey, real quick. Nonsense. Sure. Where, where is the link for the, uh, for the to word. donate? Just curious. I didn't oh, see it um, it sh- is it not in the YouTube description? I, I don't see it. Uh oh. I might Uh-oh. just be stupid. I will remedy that. I was thinking, I'm like, hey, let me see what we're at. So I'm like, ah. I, yeah, I'm going to fix that right now. Okay. Me, uh, <laughs> right now, right now, right now. So while I'm doing that, um, hmm. can y'all, y'all, y'all talk? We, we don't like dead air out here. Talk. talk, talk, talk. All right, so talking, so we, loud noises. We we've covered pretty much all the credits except for what we. I wanted to mention a little um, bit of trivia about the release date. So this okay. came out August twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven, which mm-hmm. was a year and a half after the movie came out in theaters, which was November seventeenth, nineteen ninety five. So it's very unusual for a licensed game to be released so much later. They usually yeah. come out um, about the same a, time. A while ago, it was actually like weeks ahead of the movie, licensed games would come out. And people realize that that's kind of spoiling the story a little bit, especially ga- movies like Star Wars. So, yeah. <laughs> so like eventually like developers realized and publishers are like hey this is probably not a good practice to release two weeks ahead of the movie so now it's same day like like movie studios have that control over their licenses so they they're like hey you know same day now um i remember when lego star wars the force awakens i think that was actually two months after the movie came out but um gosh there was another movie game recently i can't think of now it came out same day. Um, didn't want to spoil the story, but uh, I remember when uh, Star Wars Episode Three was out in theaters. the The Xbox and PS2 game had been out for almost a month, <laughs> and people with the theater I went to, because you know we all thought this is the last Star Wars movie ever, so it was a big deal. And, <laughs> and so the theater I went to had a big old projector screen set up with the game playing on an Xbox and people were playing in versus mode and it kind of ruined the whole fight scene in uh, Emperor Palpatine's room, his, his office, because that's where everyone was playing. And like, you'd never seen a lightsaber hit glass before. So we didn't know that it would shatter. Like I was just assumed it would melt it. <laughs> and, and, but in the game it shatters because in the movie it shatters and that kind of ruined it, that moment for me. And uh, so, so good on you, publishers nowadays for doing it the same day. But this was this was year and a half later. Yeah. So yeah. it's bit very bit of weird trivia, and I know I think Rare had a bit of opposition from Nintendo. I want to say because this was so much later. I think the development team had uh, opposition from inside actually. People mm-hmm. at Rare were like, "This is a bad idea to go after a licensed game so much later," and and there was lots of uh, delays. Is another reason. So, but right. they they got it done, and it was considered to be the greatest shooter for a long time. Yeah, Indeed. and if I remember correctly, um, how how this game even happened was Nintendo had the James Bond license. And just didn't really know what to 
do with it. And so they went to Rare and were like, hey, we've got this license. Do something with it. And and yeah, and GoldenEye happened. So that uh, and I I'm not really sure why Nintendo wound up with the license. They don't early in, you know, back in the NES, they had a lot of licenses for for stuff and we're trying to make license games although did that popeye game ever come out the one that turned into donkey kong i think it is there is a popeye game for nes but it's nothing like donkey kong okay um so it, it's certainly not like it it's unheard of um but it's just licensed stuff is not something that nintendo usually handles so i'm not entirely sure why Nintendo wound up with the James Bond license. Actually, um, I, I, I need to correct myself. It's a little bit like Donkey Kong. Okay. But so yeah. it's uh it's interesting, but good golly, I'm glad they did. So because we got a really good shooter. Uh this this certainly isn't the first time a first person shooter had come to a console, but it was the first time that a first person shooter had come to a console and it wasn't awful. Yeah, it worked. They they made a way for it to work. In fact, if you had. OK, correct me if I'm wrong. I know this is a feature in Perfect Dark. If you had two controllers, you could play Twin Stick, the single player campaign. I have no idea if that's true. I, I, I have heard that. You you could play the. Uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer, Twin Stick, Definitely. but I've never been able to get it to work. Yeah. But um, now it, it was it was very limited because if you remember the shape of the N sixty four controller, uh, the only buttons you had easy access to holding it that way would have been the analog stick and your uh, Z triggers. I guess you could awkwardly move your right thumb over and hit A and B, probably, but you weren't going to be able to hit any of the C buttons. And you definitely weren't going to be able to hit the two shoulder buttons from there. Have you ever seen anyone who plays like this? Yeah, um, I had a buddy who played like that. And I, I don't understand. And and I hear, like, you know, the argument is, how do you hit the, the Z trigger? It's like, oh, you just reach it with your middle finger. Well, my hands aren't big enough to do yeah, that. Yeah, like, I don't... <laughs> I don't have monster hands, so like I'm five foot six. Okay, like my, I don't have big hands. <laughs> Maybe Nolan's tall enough. Maybe he could do it. But I don't know. I yeah. I don't have an N64 controller to test uh, it with. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So I feel like I'd still have to reach. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's super awkward. Yeah, it's it. But, it's, and uh, it looks weird too. You look like a weirdo. Not that I know that. Um, <laughs> Oh gosh! Like you, you, you would strafe left and right with the C buttons. So the the C button essentially acted like a the right stick does now, and actually that's like why the, the C stick on the GameCube is yeah. So yeah. It, you could look up and down, and you could strafe left and right, um, but you still had to hit the face buttons A and B to interact with things. Or um, I don't remember what was in Banjo Tui B is your melee attack. I don't know. Well, in, in Goldeneye, you had to actually melee was in your weapon wheel. Oh, okay. Because um, yeah. I'm pretty sure how it worked was 
a like if you if you imagine like behind the under the hood you can't see it on the screen but if you imagine that there's your weapons are in a wheel a moves the wheel one direction and b moves yeah. it the other direction you just gotcha. don't have a and now i and again i don't know if this was in goldeneye but i'm pretty sure it was in perfect dark you could there was a way you could pull up that weapon wheel on the screen so that you could go right to the weapon that you wanted to instead of having to cycle through yeah yeah yeah, yeah bbb so I don't remember if that's a feature in GoldenEye. In, in a lot of shooters, you can do that. Um, mm. Obviously, when you're playing live, or, well, you, like, you would have to pause the game to do that. And I don't know. Mm. it. I guess in a multiplayer match, it would pause it for everybody, which is super annoying. So I don't know if that's disabled. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if, if you're playing online and you pause, well... It doesn't pause for anybody but you. <laughs> right. And this, course, this game wasn't online either. Right. So. so you didn't have that problem. Yeah. Um, and that was another thing. This this game had four-player split-screen uh, competitive multiplayer. It really just used levels from the from the campaign. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, like, they would be sectioned off so that you couldn't access the... Because some of the levels huge there's another, yeah and some of the levels are pretty darn big um yeah. even like you had the what was the, there was there was a level that was two floors and you could play with with both floors or you could just play the upper floor or the bottom floor like the complex oh yeah, yeah yeah and the i thought you could switch between the two but yeah you, I remember that. you you can you can switch so that you're only playing in the basement or you're only playing up on the top floor, but I think you can also play it so that you can you both floors are available to you. Okay. And that, yeah. that was that was probably a way for them to go, hey, we have three more levels in the <laughs> multiplayer, even though it's yeah. just the yeah, same. But, <laughs> I mean, it's such not a big either. level. W- would it run really well with both floors loaded? <laughs> I don't remember it running any better or worse okay. <laughs> than any other level in the game. Uh, but of course, the the popular level was the um, the facility, yes, which was the bathrooms, which later appeared in Perfect Dark as the Felicity. <laughs> I I heard that that was because they weren't allowed to name it the same thing because of licensing issues. That sounds like I mean like. Who owns the word facility? That's but if it's weird. the same exact map. Like, it is the same exact map. Yeah. <laughs> they just renamed that it. That would be like Battlefield making a nuketown. They they couldn't call it nuketown. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oops. That's true. They'd had to call it. Did you disappear, yeah. Nolan? I did. I don't know it's what like, happened. All of a sudden it come base man joined the call. Like, I'm like, where did you yeah, I'm like, uh I don't have the tab open, so I didn't even notice. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I was on IMDb and I have the document. Sorry. Yeah, so when I talk no to you worries. guys, I'm not actually looking at you. <laughs> maybe okay, I, maybe I that would maybe that would help me if I didn't have this video thing up. I wouldn't be staring at it the whole time. Yeah. Um. Oh, here we go. Anafix says yes. It's called the complex. Um. Such it returned in Perfect Dark and it was modded into other popular FPS games on PC. Nukeberg. Of course. Nukeberg. Which that makes sense. Actually, Nathan Davis mentioned earlier that there's an entire uh, the the game was made entirely in Source through Half Life mm-hmm. Two mod. Yeah. So 
Which, That's pretty cool. That, if that if you prefer, cool. you know, keyboard and mouse controls from the late 90s as opposed to controllers from the late 90s. <laughs> um, actually, Half-Life 2 is early 2000s, I think about it. That sounds right, yeah. Um, Half-Life 1 was late 90s. It was like 98 or 99, something like that. So I didn't own this as a kid, but I knew other people who did. When I was growing up, uh, and I think I've probably told this story before, the first teen-rated game that I ever was allowed to buy because I grew up in a not a super strict Christian home, but a, a very cautious, uh, cautiously strict. Is, is that a term? I don't know. It is now. I just made it one. Cautiously yeah. strict Christian home. Uh, the very first T-rated game was actually a rare game that I'm sure I will play on this stream eventually. Uh, Jet Force Gemini. Um, oh. But so I, I wasn't allowed to, to have Goldeneye, but my pastor's family had it. Yeah. So um, we would go over there all the time and play. And of course, we would the youth group would be over there and we'd play it. And you'd do the whole um, winner keeps his controller. And you know, yeah. if, if there's if there's one person out, then it's just the loser trades his controller. If there's two people out, then fourth and third place trade, and and so on and and so forth. And there was this kid who actually lived across the street from me. I. I don't know why. You know how everybody knows that guy who will walk over to a musical instrument that he's never seen before and play a song on it? This kid was like that with video games. He'd pick up a controller to a, a game. It could even be to a game console he'd never even seen before. And mm -hmm. he wouldn't just beat everybody. He would beat everybody very, very, very badly. Mm -hmm. Um and so he was usually the kid who got to keep the 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 controller the whole night. The good and controller. And so it would turn into um, really just the three of us trying to kill him, which really only served to increase his score because then we were around him far more ah. often than, yeah. than yeah. the other players. So uh, as you work together. Yeah. So together to d die yeah. faster which you which you could do in that game because you could you could screen watch and Ugh. i see i don't i don't personally have a problem with screen watching i think I if you're skilled enough to watch what everybody else is doing and still play the game uh, yeah. they go for it i don't i don't well mind. i didn't like it because a lot of the games that had something like that i didn't know the maps very well and everyone else did that that was an issue. So that like, was always if was, like if I was hiding somewhere, everybody else knew where it was and be like, I don't know where I am. I don't know this map well enough. Exactly. It was like like with Halo and stuff, like my friend, like he knew every map exactly. So he'd see where I was and he'd just go straight there and be like, Well like a jerk. I suppose in that yeah. case that's that's a bit unfair, but yeah. I know in Mario Kart it was encouraged. It's actually in the manual for Mario Kart 64. Yeah, so, I remember that. Uh, and, oh, for battle mode? Yeah, for battle mode. And um, my my nephew didn't believe me. We were playing Mario Kart 64, and he got mad at me for looking at the screen. And I was like, oh, boy, sit down, listen. <laughs> in the rules. <laughs> and I pulled out. I literally, I still have the manual. I pulled it out, and I pointed to the page, and I said, look, it's, a, it's an actual strategy, so shut up. <laughs> and... and <laughs> And so he, uh, yeah, he, he didn't complain after that. 
Actually, he kept saying, I can't believe that that's legitimate strategy. <laughs> that's what he right? kept saying. And, and I mean, I, I could see, I'm going to adjust my camera here. I could see it being helpful in battle mode, but like I knew people who would get bent out of shape when you would screen watch while you're racing. And I'm like, I don't know what advantage, that doesn't, yeah, what that advantage do you advantage. think I'm gaining here. And most of the time, so like when I play Mario Kart 8, I just, I adjusted my camera apparently too much because now you can see my bed. There we go. Um, I'll Scandalous. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch, and my my son plays with me, and, and my wife's starting to get into it. My wife's never played a Mario Kart game before this one, so I would look over at her screen. Speaking of my wife. Hi, wife. Did you have, did you have fun? <laughs> Yay. And I brought you home. Oh, you brought me food. Thank you. She went to chill. Oh, man. So now I'll just I'll eat it in front of you guys later. So. Hey guys. She's like, hey, April. Um, thanks, babe. Yeah, you can put that there. Mwah. Yeah, because I had um, I go roll up bar for breakfast, and that's what I've had today. That's what you've had today. You should because I had to go do emergency <laughs> sound check. Yeah. So um, instead of getting dinner. What was I saying? Oh yeah, so so I would we, we'd be playing Mario Kart eight, and I would actually screen watch the the two of them, but it was usually because, like I said, April is new to this, so I would be like giving her help, like uh -huh. oh, oh you've got this item, here's what it does, and 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 she she's saying all the time like how are you watching what I'm doing and you're still in first place, and I went well I've been playing these games since I was. Whenever Super Mario Kart came out for the Super, she says a baby. A baby. <laughs> like, uh, very like Super Mario 90. Uh, that sounds about, about right. 93? 92. Ah, okay. So I was eight. Yeah. That came out. One. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that goes. Um, but yeah, so my experience with this game was always going over to. Uh, the pastor's house. Oh, I do have, and I, I don't mind telling the story because none of y'all know who he is, and it's not like he's going to see this. Um, we came over one day to play, and they, you know, they had four controllers for the N64, and one of the controllers, the R button was broke. Oh, nice. And we're like, hey, why is the R broke button broke? And the preacher's kid goes, well, my dad was playing Goldeneye, and he kept losing in this mission, and he got angry. And he threw the controller across the room, and now the R button doesn't work. And we haven't gone to buy a new one yet. <laughs> so our pastor, who I'd never seen get angry ever, <laughs> apparently would get angry playing Goldeneye. Quit on so, so what? what Video games bring out the worst in people sometimes. They, they really do. So what we started doing was remember that told told you that kid who was always winning. We gave him that one right here. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> he used the R button to aim. Yeah, and okay. Um, I need to block somebody. There we go. Um. That's the joy of doing these things live. Uh, what were they saying? Oh yeah, sorry. The, the thing, the thing though was he still beat us. It didn't matter. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Joel, did you have this growing up? I did not. That's why I still still don't have a copy of it. Um, I 
but I would go over to friends' houses and play this. And so of course they were all super good at it and I wasn't. Um, and, uh, but I do have a funny story. Um, we did an all nighter, uh, every year at my old church and actually do one now at my current church where we would just stay up all night and do things. Um, in my old church though, we, we like actually went out and did stuff. Like we went to a water park at 10 o'clock at night for no good reason. <laughs> so it was, and this is in like September in, in Southern California. So it's not exactly warm at night. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, we go to a water park and then we, whatever. So we played up all night playing video games. We stayed up all night playing video games and uh, so I brought my N64 and we played Super Smash Brothers for hours and then I got tired and somebody else had brought their N64 games because they knew I was bringing my console and so they're like, hey, we've got gold now. I was like, all right, fine, have fun. And this is at like, you know, midnight or something and like four in the morning, they're still going. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like they haven't slowed yeah. down. They're still being loud and obnoxious. <laughs> just like holy crap you guys have been playing for hours and hours like yeah and i just i just was not interested in i i've never had a serious interest in first person shooters like i'll i'll play s single player campaigns if they're fun but uh, just not my jam you know yeah. <laughs> no yeah. i get that i i wasn't into them before that game and even even then like I wouldn't have ever said, "Oh, I like first person shooters." I said, "I like Goldeneye." It wasn't until Halo came out that I went, "Yeah, okay." I, I, yeah, I like first person shooters. I'm I'm on the I'm on the train now. I I can get into this. Yeah. Uh, Nolan, how about you? I did not have this, but uh, one of my friends from church did have it. So, uh, and I really didn't play much at all because. I'm not great at first-person shooters to this day. Mm -hmm. I really wasn't when I was younger. Like, I was I was bad. I played Zelda and Mario. <laughs> so I was yeah. not good at... Uh, yeah, so... I did not really have a lot of super fond memories of this game growing up just because of that, because it's like, well... I'm not good at it, and it doesn't really... I mean, it still doesn't interest me most first-person shooters, but I do know that, like, it was one of those games that was, like, it was a party game that you brought, that you had, that, like, yeah. you had the N64, you had GoldenEye, Smash, Mario Party, Mario Kart, like, yep. it was yep. one of those that just, I myself did not enjoy it nearly as much, but mm. I do. Yeah, I, I was and still am terrible at this game. It, I'm it's atrocious. I don't even know that I've ever beaten it. I haven't. I know for a fact I haven't. Yeah. Have you beaten it, Joel? No. Yeah. So no. the my my the most amount of experience I have with this game is playing Banjo Tooie, because <laughs> yeah. there's a first person mode on that, and it plays just like Goldeneye. Right. Or probably more no. like um, Perfect Dark, actually. Mm -hmm. Right. Which play very very similarly. To each other the only real big difference between the way perfect dark and golden i play is um you could dual wield 
in Perfect Dark. And I think the only way that you could dual wield in Goldeneye was either with a Game Shark or there may have actually been an official cheat. Yeah, there's an actual cheat. In the game, yeah. Um, which this game had a feature where you played through the campaign and if you... I want to say all the challenges were beating the each stage in a certain amount of time on certain difficulties. And when you would do that, you would unlock what the game called cheats. And you could use all the cheats in multiplayer. You could even use the cheats in uh, the campaign. But if you did that, it didn't record any of your progress. Um, so, like, you, you couldn't have... There was a there was a mode that made your character run super fast, and obviously that would help you beat the level in a certain in the time that you were supposed to. And they wouldn't let you unlock a cheat if you had any of the cheats on. Some of the cheats were helpful, like the one I just mentioned, going really fast. I think there's even a, an invincibility cheat, infinite ammo. But then there's silly ones like DK mode, which oh, yeah. really just they just make your character's head and arms really big and I, it might have even made your legs short i can't remember if it did that but i know it did the thing with your arms and and your head uh there was just big head mode um and little i think there was even a, a cheat where everybody was invisible oh that sounds terrible yeah i, th I think i remember that yeah <laughs> right it was so um and you could yeah, like I said, there there were the cheats for for dual wielding, and I'm trying to remember if you could dual wield. I think you could only dual wield the same gun. So, like, if you had the PP7, yeah, you could yeah, hold another PP7, but dual you could PP7. you couldn't hold a PP7 and a rocket launcher. No, just dueling. No. Um, and I I know there was dual wielding in Perfect Dark. And I, I do think you could dual wield different weapons in Perfect Dart. I seem to remember that being a thing, but I don't know. But I know it wasn't a thing in, in, um, in Gold Knight. Uh, you could also, by doing certain things in the campaign, unlock more characters. Uh, which the characters, with the exception of Odd Job, were they weren't any different from each. Well, was Jaws? Jaws was a character. Was he bigger than everybody else? Because I know probably if might... they made Odd Job way smaller, they would have made Jaws yeah. bigger. And I and Odd so. Job was was short. And so you like... had to actually aim, yeah. right? So dumb. And and you had to so you had to aim down because he was like I really think if he'd have been tall enough that his head would have been just where the aiming site was by yeah. default that nobody would have cared because they'd be like oh i'm just headshotting people all day long but since you actually had to kind of tilt down and like as as you would walk and i don't know if you could turn this off or not but i know by default as you would walk if you weren't centered it would actually center you for you so that yeah. you can see where you're yeah. going and so that made it you know in a, in a game today if you were dealing with somebody who was short and you knew that you'd just look down a little bit and that'd be where it was as long as you turned off the auto center um which is a feature in a lot of fps's today 
in that game, I don't think you could turn it off. So it made it very difficult. You were just constantly shooting over his head. So most houses, uh, to my memory, had a no odd job rule. Yeah, and I, I also think it was a big deal because in in that game, once someone picked a character, like you couldn't have two bonds running around no. the the map. You had so if no. so, so if everybody kind of like in um uh Mario Kart sixty four. My favorite character was Toad, and there was also some one of my friends' character was favorite character was Toad. So as soon as you get to the character select screen, there's this mad dash for Toad, and whoever got there first got him. And because um, mm-hmm. you couldn't have two Toads, the simpler days of game. no customizing your cart. Indeed, which I actually I don't like the cart customization. Yeah, either. I would prefer yeah. if it wasn't there. Yeah. Well, I'll just pick Yoshi, and I know he doesn't go the yeah. fastest, but yeah. he freaking accelerates like right. nothing. He is what he is, and there's nothing to it. But yeah. I always liked Wario in Mario Kart 64 because he was a heavyweight mm-hmm. technically, but he was really fast compared to yes. the other heavyweights. He had a he had a nice top speed. Yeah, uh, I I would alternate if I couldn't get Toad. Wario was who I went to. I didn't like the 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 middleweight people. Which I guess was Mario and Luigi. Mario and Luigi. Yeah, I, I wasn't really yeah. crazy about them. Um, and I just I preferred Toad over Peach and Yoshi for the simple fact that I didn't find his voice to be as annoying as Peach and Yoshi's. Which is <laughs> funny when you think That's about funny. it. Well, Yoshi not, didn't even talk in that game. He just made those yeah. He weird just made noises those, that he did the, from Mario the, World. The Yoshi noise. Yeah, when yeah. you jump on him. Yeah. So he didn't. So Yoshi Toad didn't has get a the voice. Annoying. Toad is right. the most annoying voice ever. <laughs> well, now remember, remember, in Mario Kart 64, his voice was not 40-year-old smoker Toad like mm-hmm. it is now. <laughs> it's, it was He was much more childish. It, and, you know, <laughs> I, I make fun of his voice now. Over the years, it's kind of grown on me. I still wish that it wasn't as raspy as it is, but... Yeah, I'm I'm not a voice actor, so who am I to judge? But but you you know what I learned from Mario Kart 64 is that Toad is the best. He says it all the time. He is, and he really wants you to know that. Wario's Wario's gonna win. I'm not gonna win. Um, I'm not gonna win. Yes. Trying to think. You see, Yoshi, DK, and Bowser did not have speech. They just made yeah. animal no, noises. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. Peach said when she won. I don't know. I was never Peach. Yeah, I never. She just either. said Peachy all the time. That's all I remember. Oh Peach. yeah, Peach and like she go Peachy. Peachy, yeah, something like that. Um, I never knew anyone who played as Mario and Luigi, so I don't know what. I play. I mean, I used to play Mario a lot. But yeah, Yoshi was always I, my favorite. All I remember Wario saying is Wahoo. Yeah. Wahoo. Wahoo. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no one talks in Goldeneye except through text on the yeah. screen. There's and not I'll... even any voice acting in the oh, in man. like the main campaign, is there? Nope. There's no voice acting. So. Oh which which is weird because then Perfect Dark comes around. It's basically you know under the hood. It's basically the same game, but fully voice acted and not just fully voice acted, but you can even go into the options and put on a swearing filter and it, and it doesn't just bleep the swearing. It actually has replacement dialogue. 
Wow. Mr. Yeah. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's uh it's it's now of course perfect dark required the uh the ram expansion pack that came out for the n64 oh, yeah. in its life so that that may have had something to do with it in gold those four megabytes yeah. yeah those four extra megabytes of ram <laughs> um if you didn't have the expansion pack you could still play the game but you could only play multiplayer you could only play two players and the screen did not fill your tv it was like what? this little postage stamp size thing in the middle of your television set. It was weird. Um, and it, as far as I know, that's the only game that required the expansion pack that worked at all without it. Because like, yeah. um, there were games where it was optional. Like yeah. in episode one racer, like it it worked better with the expansion pack, but it still worked without it. Mm -hmm. And but like Donkey Kong sixty four required, required it, it. yeah. So did Majora's Mask, and it would yeah, not boot without right. it. Wouldn't boot at all. You would so. you would get an error message. You'd be like, you need the expansion pack. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So the the plot of the game is the plot of the movie. If you've seen the movie, it's um. Then you know the plot of the game. They stuck pretty tight to it. Pretty much. Um, without. So uh, very briefly, the plot is that the, the the movie and the game start pretty much the same way. Uh, 007 and 006, which uh, I'm pretty sure Sean Bean played 006. He so, did. He did. So that he means you, are, you already know this guy's going to die. He's going to die. That's how well, at least once. That happens. That's <laughs> actually a trope in James Bond game, uh, movies stories um that the other double o agents paired with bond will die always die every time mm -hmm. yep they're yeah. like they're like red shirts <laughs> yeah so it's not they just are. sean bean dies all the time it's double o agents right. die they're not double yeah. so um he you're on a mission together um double o six betrays you but you don't know that because as far as bond is concerned double o six died what was his name it tr it was weird I don't remember. Um, I just remember he was hold on. six. Uh, yeah. the tr tr something tr travail. No, I mean, it wasn't Trevor. No, 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 no. no. It was Trevelin. Alec. 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 Alec Trevelyan. Yes. Trevelyan. That's it. Alec Trevelyan. That's right. I'm like, see how many times I've seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's it. So, um, but but Bond doesn't know that he was betrayed because, as far as Bond knows, 006 died on that mission mm -hmm. and then about you know maybe it's a year later i think yeah and and i'd say about two-thirds of the way through the story you find out oh he's still alive and he's actually the criminal mastermind that i've been trying to fight and what he's trying to gain access to is a satellite that's orbiting the earth that will if you've ever played um command and conquer yeah, the good guys. I can't remember their names. Uh, they had and like so the the hand of Nod, which are the bad guys. They had a nuke as like their big super weapon. The the good guys in that game had a laser that was floating up above everything, a, a satellite, and it would shoot a laser down, and it did all this mass destruction. That's basically what 
the golden eye, which was what that it, it collects called. solar energy um, and then yeah. yeah, and like focuses it down onto Earth to completely annihilate um, whatever's underneath it. So yeah, it was a uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that that's the plot, and of course, by the time the game's over, you wind up winning um, and killing. I I don't know that Bond actually kills him because he falls off. That he falls off and doesn't die instantly, which is impressive. Oh, that's right. The and then the entire structure the falls structure on him. Falls on him, and he it's he like, probably well, now he's dead. He probably wished the fall would have killed him. Right, <laughs> probably. Like, yeah, but it it broke just about everything, and he probably would have died soon after. Yeah. But, so yeah. So that, that that's the plot of the game. Uh, the game is is pretty typical. It's amazing how first person shooters have have progressed over the years, but in the same at the same time that there's not been a whole lot of change. There are escort missions which really just consist of you trying to navigate Natalia, who is the Bond girl in this movie, through all kinds of bullets and stuff and just her dying over and over again and you having to... Oh, there's another thing. Um, their checkpoints don't exist in this game. This is not a concept whatsoever, oh, yeah. but it doesn't mean that the levels are short. So if you fail the mission, you gotta go back. You have to go all the way back. That's right to the beginning of the level. And actually, that's something that Perfect Dark still does, uh, or still did. Because um, I also had, does. I also does. That's what I'm trying to say. I had forgotten about that, and I got the Xbox Live Arcade version of Perfect Dark, and was play- and I was like, you know, I, I can probably like power through this on a higher difficulty level, even though I'm not that great at it. So I'm going to do that completely forgetting that every time I died, I was going to have to go back and replay the last 45 minutes of everything that I did, you know, cause yeah. in, in, in halo and actually probably more so call of duty. Cause I mean, halo has got checkpoints, but call of duty seems to have one like every two and a half minutes. <laughs> so anytime you die, the punishment isn't really that great because you're not having to do a whole lot over again. But in this game, even if you got like all the way to the very end and you're running and there's an elevator and you're like, all I got to do is get to this elevator. And then some guy steps out from behind a corner and shoots you in the head and and you die. Guess what you get to do? Hope you enjoyed that level because you're going to play it again. (laughs) (laughs) Like what was that one level? It was like a secret level. You unlock Yes, like there were there was stupid a, hard. It took place um, actually like I'm in a pyramid pretty, or something. Yeah, there right. were two secret levels, and they were scenarios from other Bond movies. Um, Is that what it one, was? Yeah, this one. I think that's why Odd Job and Jaws are in it. Okay, I was gonna say I'm like neither of them were in. Yeah, because they weren't in Goldeneye. <laughs> well, they both died. In oh, movies, you know right? what? <laughs> so you're right. The the one I'm thinking of, like that, it was probably Moonraker. Because they had laser weapons, which mm. Jaws was in. Yes. yes, and that's why the lasers are in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know which movie Odd Job was in. But he was in. Uh, he was in Goldfinger. Oh. It's like it's Goldfinger or Thunderball, one of the two. Yeah, Goldfinger. Yeah, he was. He was in Goldfinger. Okay, Goldfinger. so then the other scenario. He was Goldfinger's bodyguard, actually. Mm-hmm. And driver. Uh, and I'll bet. And yes, chauffeur. <laughs> and I'll bet. And yeah, 
Do you think in real life, every time someone tried to shoot him, it just went right over his head? Probably. I don't know. I heard the guy was really nice in real life. He probably was. Uh, sure he was. In that movie, if I'm not mistaken, his top hat like had yeah. razor blade around it, and he'd throw yeah, like yeah. a frisbee and like it was, it was a bowler cap and, actually, and yeah, 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 he yeah. would he would throw it like a frisbee and it would destroy everything. It took off the head from the from the statue. The statue, right. yeah. yeah. No, it hit the side of the statue. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the other <laughs> the other secret scenario in the game is probably from that movie. Yeah, um, and that's why there's an odd job model. Uh, you could also, speaking of unlocking characters for multiplayer, you could unlock. So Pierce Brosnan was Bond for this movie, but you can unlock Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton. I don't remember Sean Connery being in it. I don't know. That's weird because he was because he Bond was the original. Well, right, yeah, he was also the original Bond, um, but like. Uh, Roger Moore was Moonraker. Yeah. Timothy Dalton was just the previous one, and frankly, cool, just yeah. cool. I love Timothy Dalton. <laughs> he's, he's probably my favorite. I don't know. Okay, so I just I just Googled Sean Connery and GoldenEye007. There's a YouTube video of the beta, ah. which I, I remember a while back, a beta version of this game did leak. Um, so Sean Connery's in the beta, but he's, I wonder if like they couldn't get the rights to his likeness, which makes sense. Sean Connery's kind of a big deal or was, kind of been, I guess he's retired now. I guess these, yeah, he, he made, um, what was the that league model? of extraordinary yeah, gentlemen? He was in that. He hated that. Movie. He hated yeah, that movie. Like, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I'm done now. When Which people is dumb because I like that movie. That was good. I haven't seen it actually. It's it, it's I, a decent movie. If, yeah. if if you treat it like a typical action movie, just turn your brain off. It's good. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so now when you Google Sean Connery, I bet the first thing that comes up is Celebrity Jeopardy. I don't know. <laughs> Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. From, from Saturday Yeah. It's, oh, probably. It's hilarious. It's Sean Connery. Hilarious. Yeah. The official yeah. website of Sir Sean Connery. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. All right. So we cover the Oh, oh, oh. The music. The music in this game. Even though you, it's just like variations on the Bond theme. I really like it. Right? Really, really good. And I mean and, and that's not to be like, you know, oh, the Bond theme is bad. No, the Bond theme's great. But you would think that since the soundtrack is mostly just Re, re orchestrations of and when i say or i see use the word orchestration very loosely because this was all midi um yeah re rewritten versions of the theme just over and over and over again but it's surprisingly good it's really really good i bet grant Kirkhope had something to do with that probably not to like crap on um what was it? Green, Green John Williams? Norga no. <laughs> Grainy Norgat and Robin Beanland. You know, that who did write? Who wrote the James Bond theme? Let's find out. Be some guy I've never heard of. Monty Norman. Monty Norman. He looks oh like my a, gosh. He looks like a Monty. He does. <laughs> wow. This 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 shot of him is great. He's like in front of that 
that grayish background. Everyone has seen it. You know it. Um, yes, there he hold is. On. Hold on. Wow. He's got a lot of royalties from it. I bet he does. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> that, obviously. This, this right here, yeah. that's Monty yeah. Herman. There he is. That, there he is. For your viewing pleasure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and I'll bet... I'll bet if that was the only song he ever wrote, he could have retired and he'd be fine. Probably. Because he's I mean, still getting paid for it. Yeah, he is. Every time. Uh, didn't uh, I feel like Sony announced that Daniel Craig's coming back for at least one more. Fun. Are they? Probably. Yeah, which, yeah. Um, which I had heard when he got done shooting. Um, Crap, what was this? Spectre? Was that the last Spectre, one? Spectre, yes. Yeah, Spectre. That, that he wanted to be done, but... Um, I thought Spectre was going to be the last one. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you wave enough money in front of somebody. I don't care how rich you are. You wave enough That's money true. in front of somebody, they'll be like, yeah, okay, sure, I'll, I'll come back and do it. Why not? Which is crazy, because at this point, they've run out of books, so it's literally just writing new stuff. Yeah. Which is and, kind of... And they're... I really, sketchy. I really, really liked... The, the Daniel Craig Casino Royale. And yeah, I even right? kind of I even kind of liked the Quantum of Solace, even though it was a lot slower. I didn't like Quantum of Solace. Really I don't know. And then and then Skyfall was Skyfall was kind of like eh. It was I really liked it, actually. Yeah. Like there was some good parts, but at the same time, like I don't I don't know. I like Spectre a lot. I did not go see Spectre. Spectre I I remember Spectre I was stoked for. I remember liking it, but I couldn't tell you what the movie was about. It was just the action was good. It was it's kind of like going like, to a, a Michael Bay movie. I don't know what these <laughs> things are about. There's just stuff blowing up. And Explosions. I'm fine with it. Yeah, and I'm fine with this. Yeah. Well, I was excited because it was like, hey, that's Blofeld. Oh, my gosh. And they have that dude whose name I can never remember. Oh, the, the guy that played the the evil Nazi guy in in Yeah. The, bastards who's exactly such a good oh he's he plays a uh, blofeld who is a villain in a, like a lot of like the sean connery movies with when specter yeah, was yeah. there but yeah Gosh, he, that guy won an oscar even i can't remember his name now i that's don't i can never remember his name i don't know he he played a really good jew hater though so was he playing or is that just him no He's he's a very good actor. Um, Chris Christoph, Christoph Waltz. Waltz. That's, That's right. Like, yes. Something new. Ernst Stavro Blofeld. What? I don't know what you just said. Blofeld. The, that was the, the character's guy. name. Yeah. In in Spectre. Ah yep. yeah. Um, okay, so need to be moving on here. I know we don't have a time limit, but. They're going a little long. I, I will go and throw out. I think we mentioned before this was the first first-person shooter on a console that wasn't bad. Um, and I, I, I probably mentioned this. Wait, we wait, wait. You mean to tell me that Supernova's Arc 3D is a bad game? <laughs> what? Oh. Who dares? <laughs> Who dares? That's say such a thing. It's, it's just a Doom clone, though. <laughs> Of course, it, yeah. I got the kids at work to get excited. Like, yeah, it's, there's what there's a fourth grader who's like, "Have you beaten the camel boss yet?" I'm like, "No, I haven't." That game, I'm sorry. That game's hard. It's it is really, hard. Really, really hard. 
especially when I ha- I'm using a laptop and I have little tiny mouse or like <laughs> arrow keys. Like yeah, I can't play that with. You don't get game. a mouse in this game. Especially no, when no, I don't no. even have. I don't even have a real mouse. I have this cheap <laughs> Radio Shack. It's <laughs> crap. Radio Shack. It's wireless. That's <laughs> wireless. Well, there's your problem. Then I don't you buy know your mouse at Radio Shack. Yeah, don't don't do that. Uh, you should. I know. Is is the connector for the <laughs> USB dongle gold plated? Because that was their thing. No, it's not. Shack. I don't, I don't even know where the play. connector is. It disappeared, so I can't even use yeah. it now. <laughs> oh, it's nice. like, yeah. That's. Which that's I realize awful. you don't have to really use the mouse in Super 3D. Yeah, Nozo, Super Nozo 3D. That's besides really the point. Yeah, I use when that's I when I play point, when I play the Steam version, I use my Xbox 360 <laughs> controller, and that's way easier than using a Super Nintendo controller. But yeah. it oh, doesn't it doesn't help much. So. Um, Anyway, oh yeah. So what I was saying was, this is this game kind of it it, it it let it be known across the world. First person shooters do work on a console, which yeah. uh, I I would argue that Microsoft would not have been nearly as interested in purchasing Bungie and putting Halo on the Xbox had this not come out beforehand. Um, I'm not saying it wouldn't have happened because I'm still of the belief that the primary reason Microsoft bought Bungie wasn't because they wanted Halo on the Xbox, but because they thought it was funny that the game got revealed at a Macintosh um, event and then the game didn't come out for Macintosh. <laughs> <because> <laughs> they bought. Okay, that's not true. I think way later there, there's now a Mac version of Halo, but oh yeah, um, but. It, it didn't happen. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's almost like Microsoft bought Bungie just to spite Apple. <laughs> yeah, he was, probably. He, Bill Gates was probably in the crowd at that. Um, what do they call it? WWDC that they put yeah. every year. And Gates was like, <laughs> "Hey, hey guys, watch this." <laughs> <laughs> he just did it for the lulls. Gates for the lulls. Is, is the original troll. <laughs> um. Anyway, you guys have anything else to say about this wonderful game? Uh, not really. If you have an N64, this needs to be in your collection. It does. I mean, yeah. This like, is, it's... Uh, and what's you, it, this is, like, one of the reasons why the N64 is still, to this day, in my opinion, the ultimate party game console. Yep. Is yep. because, in part, because of Goldeneye. Yeah, and just... oh gosh, I had a point and I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's if if you've got every console, you know, you can say like, oh, if I if I go buy an original PlayStation, what games do I buy? And usually, everybody's a Final Fantasy VII, um, maybe like Twisted Metal and stuff. If you buy an N sixty four, you got to have uh, one of the Zeldas, I guess. Depending yep. on what kind of person you are, you might say that needs to be Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask. Um, even We're though both. say, even though I like Majora's Mask better, I don't think I would tell anybody that you should have that one over Ocarina of Time because it's so weird. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you gotta have uh, this game. Smash. You gotta have Smash Brothers. You have to have. I would say Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. 
Mario Party 2, I think, is the better one on the N64. 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, 2 is the best. Yeah, oh, come but, on. It's bad. I you like, like burning your hand on the no. control stick? No, and I don't like killing N64 controllers either. It's tragic. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, uh, yeah, so Mario Kart 64. You know, I was thinking that this list wasn't going to be very long, but I forget. The N64 had a lot. Even, even though it had things. a very rocky life, it's got really good games. Star Fox 64 needs to be on there. Um, yep. You know, you got to have. Whether you think Banjo Kazooie is better than it or not, I think you have to have Mario 64. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, you uh, need to have Mario 64. In order, uh, now I remember my point. If you want to appreciate video game history, GoldenEye is one of those games you got to have and play yeah. on its original console with the original yeah. controller, because you know emulators don't do it justice, and the Activision thing for Wii also does not do it justice. You right. have to have the original game on the original console to get a feel for it, because that's. That's how it's intended to be played, and you need to understand where games have come from if you want to appreciate video game history. Um, and, and so I would say the same thing for Super Mario 64. Is if you want to appreciate where 3D platformers have come from and, and understand the history of them, you need to start with Super Mario 64 and work your way forward. You, know, you can get Crash Bandicoot, Banjo-Kazooie, Spyro, um, and others, but, like, yeah... Mario, Super Mario 64 is definitely like where you begin with that genre. And I would say first-person shooters on console, I wouldn't say begin with with GoldenEye, but it's definitely one of the ones you need. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here in the Wikipedia article under Legacy and Influence says, Edge, which I'm pretty sure is a magazine, stated that yes. GoldenEye 007 set the standard for multiplayer console combat until it was surpassed by Halo. In 2001, so that was four, four years. Four years uh, that that happened. So yeah, great game, great piece of history. Uh, like I said, I'm the only one who has the game, and I don't have a way to stream my N64. So unfortunately, we won't be playing this. But I will be playing Perfect Dark, which is the spiritual successor to GoldenEye. Uh, you know, I think while we're on the subject of the the stream, I think the only rare game that is out that we can stream that we won't be streaming is Conker's Bad Fur Day. And I was gonna say because I was I was thinking of things like what do I want to play? I'm like I can't play Conker. No, and and that's really just yeah, because like, of the content in it. Yeah. I have I have no doubt that one day. Uh, because again, this show is is about talking about <laughs> old old video games, and this yeah. show is about appreciating the history. And Conquer definitely has its place in history. I have no That's... doubt that one day it will probably be a topic of discussion on this show. Uh, but that day is not today, and we're definitely not streaming it. So yeah, <laughs> I, but yeah. while we while we're talking about that, I. I do like because Conquer, it was on N64, and then it got re-released for the Xbox 360. 360, um, and weirdly enough, the 360 version is edited. It's censored. Yeah, very much. Yeah, the N64 version is not. So when it's funny because uh, it's called like Conquer's Bad for Day 
uncut and, or something. It was like it's live and yeah. reloaded. Live and reloaded. Yeah, there we go. It's it. like yeah. And it was, weird. it was like, um, but like they go in and they clean up the textures and and make it look prettier and it probably plays a little bit. The version of the game that's on Rare Replay though is the N sixty four version. Four version. Uh, it's, so it's not censored at all, and it's probably got clunky camera and all that. It does. And it, the camera in that is horrible. Uh, yeah. Camera in the original like, band oh my gosh. pretty bad, too. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. But yeah, we'll be, we'll be playing uh, Perfect Dark. Uh, let's see. Well, I, you know, I have my, my Xbox One on, and I can see it. Let me go through. See, I have to, and I have to go through, because I still haven't been able to. I have to put the disc in and re-download. Oh yeah, you some games. I think the only thing I have on there still is Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, because <laughs> so I had not a lot of room. There's Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, Jetpack, uh, Cameo, which was on 360, Perfect Dark, and Perfect Dark Zero. Perfect Dark Zero is a garbage game. I have is no it? idea how anybody was like, yeah, release that. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's it's now it's garbage in a funny way though, and one of my favorite things about it is it didn't happen all the time, but it happened quite a bit, as particularly in multiplayer when a character would die, all physics like stopped applying to their body, so they would float through the air, and I'm telling you, nothing was more aggravating than being up in a sniper post and you're getting ready to shoot a guy and you fire as a dead body floats into your path <laughs> and you shoot the dead body instead of the guy you're aiming at. Just just awful, awful game. Uh, there's Viva Pinata. These are newer games. Um, and I'm not actually... Pinata's actually a pretty good game. Yeah, I haven't played it, but I've heard it's good. Um, and I'm not actually in the Rare Replay game. I'm just looking at... Because some of these games you can play outside of opening the rare replay software but i know that rc pro am is on there battletoads is on there yeah uh, there's there's a lot of games i'd never heard of there's a skiing game i can't remember what it's called uh snake ski rattle free. roll is on it no it's not ski free um, <laughs> dude why is why is it ski free on xbox <laughs> right ski free, ski it should free be free and right? solid right these should be things um so yeah, we're, we're going to be playing a lot of rare games. But before we do that, this is still a regular episode of Original Gamers Podcast, which means we need to play uh, Guess the Metacritic Score. I'm going to go look that up real quick. And then we also need to play 20 Questions, which for that, it's Joel's turn. Mm-hmm. So And I like gonna, normal. I, I was going to say, if I know Joel, he doesn't know what his game is. So. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why I have a backloggery. <laughs> okay, so while you're looking up that, um, we're going to do Guess the Metacritic Score. We play a Price is Right style if you're outside of the United States or don't or are too young to know what the Price is Right is. Um, how it goes is on. you have... It is still on with uh, Drew Carey, Drew Carey, who's like half of the person that he was when he was on the Drew <laughs> Carey show. very cause, true. Because he's lost... I mean, good, good for him. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. He's lost Sickly. so much weight. Um, so, yeah, you got to get as close to the score as possible without going over. Um, and, of course, what that means is that it's usually beneficial to not go first. And, and you know, we've always just kind of randomly let somebody go first, but I'm going to do it in the order that we rotate the game so joel since 
it's your game next. You get to go first. What do you believe? Oh, and for the record, well, obviously, this is for the N64 game. because The N64, not that Activision. <laughs> yeah. So what does your guess for the Metacritic score of this game? Okay, so N64 version, I'm going to, gosh, I'm going to shoot really high and say 90. All right. Uh, see, and based on last week and how high Majora's Mask is, that seems reasonable, but I don't want to go above that. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop low. I'm gonna go say like oh. seventy. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna bet that Joel is over, and yeah. he's not. The score is ninety six. Holy Jeez. cow! Yeah. Which goodness sake? Which would actually um, let me see high scores in Metacritic. No, I don't want the last 90 days. I want of all time. And that puts is that number one then? in the no. So number one is Ocarina of Time at 99. <laughs> oh, crap. What? There's an ad playing. Stop it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Ocarina of Time is a 99. Perfect Dark is 90 as a 97. So it's number two. And GoldenEye is sitting at 93. Oh, well, hang on a minute. 96? Are these... Because Majora's oh, Mask Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. These are... This must just be N64 games. Because I, I was just noticing, like, this entire list is N64 games, and I know Grand Theft Auto is somewhere high up here. Okay, here we go. Um, all right, so, yeah. One, I'm just going to go... Starting at one, I'm going to go back. Ocarina of Time, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 4, Soul Calibur... Uh, the Dreamcast version, hmm. Grand Theft. So for some reason, there's there's a difference between GTA 4 PS3 and GTA 4 360. Um, GTA 4 is PS3 is three and it's five on 360. Uh, oh shoot, what happened? Uh, Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Grand Theft Auto 5, and again it split the consoles up. So then down to 11 is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 Dreamcast. Wow, I'm gonna. I'm just going to go down because I didn't realize how far down it was. Uh, but, but, but. So the highest scored 96, and I don't know how they determine that. Maybe it has something to do with the user score. It's Half-Life 2 at number 20. GoldenEye sits at 24. So that's just mm. underneath. Bioshock, Breath of the Wild is also 96. The PC version of Grand Theft Auto 5 is 21. So, so there you okay. go. Top top thirty games of all time is in Not your right. Um, Joel, do you know your game yet? Ah, uh, yeah. He sounds really confident. So we're gonna go ahead and play twenty questions. <laughs> How this works is we rotate uh, who what the what the game is gonna be, uh, who gets to pick it. So Joel is next. Nolan and I have twenty questions to guess what that game is. So basically we have 19 questions to get ask yes or no questions uh, and get hints. And the, if we get to 20 and we don't know, we just have to spit something out and hope we get lucky, which has happened before. It's happened before. It has. It's not unprecedented. So Nolan, you like asking weird questions. I'm going <laughs> to first. Right. Uh, let's see. Um. Uh, okay. It's, uh, 
can you change the clothes of the main character mm. in a way besides it just being like you change it and then it actually change in the game as opposed to like early Final <laughs> Fantasy, which like you change their armor and it's nothing looks a weird question. Gosh. <laughs> you know what's funny is there is a, a game that's as old as Final Fantasy where when you changed it did change. Mm-hmm. It's called Xanadu. Um Yeah. But uh, So if you change the clothes, it, assuming you even can. <laughs> uh the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> And you know, as weird as that was, if the answer would have been yes, it would be like, wow, they narrowed it down a lot. Probably. <laughs> I'm going to ask a slightly more normal question. Did this game come out before January 1st, 1990? Before? No. Before January 1st, 1990. No, it did not. All right. Okay. Did this come out um, before January 1st, 2000? Before? No. Okay. No. All right. Um, and our our rules are it has to be ten years old, so that means it came out uh, sometime in two thousand seven, or between two thousand and around this time of the year, two thousand seven. Um, it's nuts right. and bolts. I'm calling it now. It's nuts and bolts. <laughs> Is that? I guess it might have been. I don't know. I have to look. Is nuts Is and bolts on Rare Replay? Yeah. No, okay, I didn't know. <laughs> um, there we go. That's what I'll play. Yeah. You'll play nuts and bolts. Needs uh, balto. <laughs> play nuts and bolts. Oh, it's more than ten years old. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were looking. All right. Um, oh, uh, oh, it was nuts and bolts. Uh, okay. Uh, so that means we are looking at late in sixty-four PS2 or original Xbox. We could, do, we could do original Xbox, GameCube. PC, yes, PC, PS3, um, and like some yeah, well, really, early PS3, re- yeah, really early PS3, 360 Wii stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so I was is the platform was this exclusive to a platform? Yes. Okay. Is this my question? <laughs> yeah. Is this on a Nintendo console? No. No. Is this a on a PlayStation console? Yes. All right. Uh, so many games. Um, <clears throat> it's on the PS2. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so many games. Oh, gosh. And I, uh, PS, PS2 is a blind spot for me, too. Uh, <laughs> um, I had okay, one. Was, I still... was, was this developed in the West? Um, uh, yes. Okay. So that's, that's eight questions. This helps. It could be Insomniac, it could be Naughty Dog. Which is literally what I was going to ask. Uh, is this Naughty Dog? <laughs> no. Okay. Is this a platformer? Yes. Okay. And I'm it's how you would typically describe it. Pretty sure that was question ten. Yes, that was ten. Mm-hmm. You would typically describe it as a platformer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh it's not Naughty Dog. See, I, I have no idea. I'm like Um Was this a popular game when it came out? 
Like, uh, is it recognizable? Like, oh yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. That oh yeah, it's definitely recognizable. Okay, it's, it's okay. popular enough. Yeah. All okay. right. Um, was this developed by a studio that Sony owns? Sony owns. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Well, they do now. <laughs> okay, but maybe they didn't back then. All Not right. at the time. No. Not at the time. Okay. Um. Oh, God's sake. Um. Is it a game on its like? No. Let me rephrase. Does this have sequels? Yes. Okay. Okay. This platformer. When did. I feel like that was PS3. Ratchet and Clank didn't come around until PS3, right? No, it was, was on, on PS2. PS2. Was it on PS2? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, it, it uh, came out at like, the same time as Jack and Dexter, pretty much. Yeah, it is is the character that you play human? No, no. All right, <clears throat> that was fourteen. Yep. Um, no idea. I don't actually know who developed that. We'll find out. Um, so they own it now, but they didn't before when the game came out. Mm -hmm. um, it's a platformer. And you said it does have a sequel or something like yes. that? Yes. Okay. Um... Have we done a game related to it? Have we yes. done? Oh, I might actually know this then. Oh, I don't. Well, hold on. Let me double check before I get all excited. I, I, no I, reason. I want to pull up our list of games. So, so okay, like, I, I might know. Can I? Can I jump you here, Patrick, real quick? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Is this Ico? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. So, do you need a hint? No, no. Hang on. I, I'm looking. But so that was sixteen. Yeah, we've done Sly Cooper. We've done do 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 do. It's Sly Cooper. Yes, we've yeah. done Sly Cooper and the Thieves, Raccoonus. Oh. Um, actually, I don't see any other games that are okay. So I'm just gonna ask: Do you play a raccoon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is this? Whatever Sly, Sly Cooper two is called. Yes. yes. Okay. So, so the fifteenth anniversary of the first Sly Cooper game is September twenty third. Okay, so it came out September twenty third, two thousand two, and so I figured, well, since the anniversary of the original game is coming up soon, we might as well do the sequel since we've already done the original game. Yeah. So Sly two came out uh, September fourteenth, two thousand four. And obviously the sequel, the Thebius Raccoonus. This one is called Sly Two Band of Thieves. 
Oh, that's, that's right. Band of Thieves is two. I was, I yeah. was thinking it was Honor of Among Thieves. That's number three. No, no, that's 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 Uncharted. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so They're not. Yeah, Honor Among Un- Thieves is Uncharted. That's mm. Uncharted it's three. It's not Sly three. No. Okay, hold on. I gotta look. This oh up wait, Sly three is positive. Sly three is called Honor Among Thieves. I'm on the. Yeah, list. I'm like no. I'm like hold on. What is what is Uncharted then? Because Uncharted has something about that too. Drake's Deception. It? Among Thieves. Among Thieves is Among Thieves. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's right. it's part of that quote. All right. Okay. That's, like, the quote is, there is no honor among thieves. Um, yeah. And like, Sly 2, 3 turns it on its head, and then Uncharted 2 just takes a bit of it. So yeah. Right. So uh, the game was developed by Sucker Punch. Yep. Yes, was not owned by Sony at the time, but is now owned by Sony. Uh, it came out on... It was on the PS2 originally. Then there was the re-release on the PS3, the slight collection in HD. Yes. Yeah. And it's also on the PS Vita. Uh, indeed it is. Uh, so there you go. It's also the HD that. collection. So since it's on the PS3 and the Vita, I'm sure... And I'm sure we talked about this when we did the first Sly Cooper. I'm sure it's in the PlayStation Store if you want probably. to do that, yeah. uh, you can probably also buy a disc on Amazon or some used game store. So now, I don't know if I actually have this game or not. <laughs> I know I have the first one on PS2. Yeah. Yeah. And if I remember right, I never actually was able to play the first one. So, um, But anyway, that's that. Um uh, we need to do some plugs real quick, and then I'll tell you audio listeners about the music. And, and actually, um, you audio listeners are going to be getting this episode quite a bit earlier than you normally get the show. Because uh, as soon as so when we get done here, I'm up to stream first. And then when are you I, first? I thought uh, Joel was first. Well, I was going to go. Yeah. Patrick was out with a hurricane. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm, right, right. I, I'm gonna go ahead and go first, and that's mostly because my my studio is my bedroom, and I have a wife who wants to go to bed at some point tonight. So I'm gonna go ahead and get some streaming done, and then we'll go to sleep, and I'll be back in the morning. But I am gonna go ahead and edit the audio version of the podcast and have it up quickly, so that if you are listening to the audio version and you missed us here, then you can know that we are in the middle of our Rarathon 24-hour live stream to raise money for Extra Life and Le Bonner. Um, if you're watching this, uh, you can find the donation link in the description below, which is www.extra-life.org slash team slash 35691. That's our team number. Uh, you can go in there and donate some money. I don't let me see how I'm going to click donate and see what it lets me do. Uh, so I have to pick a team member. Uh, I guess you pick whichever one of us you like the most. Is that really how that works? I, yeah, it's it told me to pick a team member. So you can pick <gasps> a team member and go in here. Oh, um, like so, the most. Oh, uh, okay. So far, Patrick is in the lead. Yeah, Patrick's the, yeah, Patrick's not the only one. So you can pick an amount. They've got pre-made amounts, uh, 15, 25, 50, 100. Um, oh, you can also donate $1,337. <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, uh, you, uh, you, 
you can choose another amount. So they'll let they'll take Visa, Mastercard, American Express, Discover, or PayPal. Ow. If you want to send a check, there is a way to do that. You'll have to go through and and figure that out because I'm not about to mess with that. And I seriously doubt anybody's going to want to send a check, but you it can be done. So go check this out. If you if for some reason the link's not working, which I don't know why that would happen, just go to Extra Life and search for Crossforge Gaming. And you'll you'll find us on there. And remember, if we get to our goal of five zero zero, not fifty, five hundred, five hundred dollars uh, for every hour that we are still streaming. After that happens, I will go through my list of games and I will give one away. So the quicker we get to five hundred, the quicker that I start giving games out, giving like away games, candy. So so there's that. And please share. If share either the stream or um, or at the very least the extra life page with your friends and let everybody know that we're doing this um, and all that stuff. So and, and we'll of course keep you updated on on how we're doing and how close we're getting and all that stuff as the night goes on. All right, enough about that. Nolan, where can we find you on the internets? Um, you can find me at baseman two one four baseman two one four nine one. Or Icy White Falcon at various different social medias and gaming affiliates. Um, usually you'll see my face like so in there. Um, yeah. He usually got a really big goofy grin in his profile picture. It's, yeah, it's something like this. It's like this. Yeah, there you go. Just like that. So, <laughs> um, Joel, where can we find you? Anywhere you can find me on the internet, you'll find me under Obi Watt Kenobi. Uh, that would be namely Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and Steam, and places like that. Um, Nintendo, PSN. Yeah. Indeed. Not you play. Not you play. <laughs> Specifically. Yep. Um, you can find me on. Oh. I don't have all my plugs updated, so I'm going to try and run through these as best as I can. Um, I'm pretty sure facebook.com slash huge cow patty is what I changed it back to because I had, I it was huge cow patty and then I changed it to my name because I was trying to be more serious and I decided that I just don't know how to do that. So I went back to huge cow patty. There you uh, go. You can find me right here on the Crossforge Gaming YouTube channel, also on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Crossforge Gaming or facebook.com slash groups slash Crossforge Gaming. That is our community page. You can also find that by the main page by going to www.crossforgegaming.com. I don't know why I said www. Nobody does that anymore. Uh, I have a Mixer page that hasn't gotten a whole lot of use yet, but I'm I'm working on that. Mixer is a pretty interesting streaming program that I'm hoping Crossforge Gaming can start utilizing. Um, for some reason Nolan has a handkerchief on his head. What are you doing? It's, it, because I can. It's and, uh, <laughs> my job to distract right. the two. Yeah, yeah. What are you obviously. doing? Um. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, oh, also yeah. speaking of, speaking of giving away games, if um, when the YouTube channel reaches a hundred subscribers, we get a URL, a custom URL, and uh, and I'll I'll give away one of my fancy games to a subscriber when that happens. I think last time I looked, we were at seventy one. Seventy one. So, yep. So that's uh, that's uh, means we need twenty nine more. Um, all right. We're music. 
the intro song that you again this is for audio only because youtube copyright and stuff like that on the audio feed we can steal people's stuff all day long and no one can do anything about it not true i'm sure somebody could if they wanted to <laughs> if they don't the youtube mafia doesn't come after us because they don't exist over there um and you can listen to the audio only stream by going to ogcast.podbean.com or by visiting our patreon page uh we're going to start putting the audio feed up there and, and eventually that podbean feed is going to go away and you'll only find us on patreon not behind a paywall that that won't happen it'll just patreon will be who's hosting it uh so at the beginning of the show you heard the the opening theme of the game which is the theme. yep and the you know pierce brosnan walks out and he shoots the gun and the blood comes down and, and all that, and that so, you all know it you all know it and you all love it are you playing with that guardian again i am <laughs> i was trying to distract you like little and wise yeah. uh-huh. well it worked um and we're gonna go out with uh the theme from the silo level i really like that song. it's really good and it's again, it's just a variation of the james bond theme but it's a little bit different so yeah. that's what you'll be hearing as we go out. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Original Gamers Podcast. We're going to sign out here. I'm going to get up and stretch my legs and and probably refill my drink and maybe grab some more food and, and probably go to the bathroom because you all wanted to know that. And then I'll be back. Yeah, we did. I'll be back with some games that I'm going to play on Rare Replay. Mm-hmm. And then later in the night, Joel, Joel, are you going to try and do Banjo-Kazooie from beginning to end? From beginning to end, it'll be an any percent. I'm not a speedrunner, so it'll take a while, but it'll be an any percent run. We'll see if we get to the end. So so that'll be cool. And then um, Nolan will be in there somewhere. It'll probably depend on about how long it takes Joel to do his thing. And then remember at 10 a.m. You can watch me get really upset. Yeah, you have a battle toast. Yeah. <laughs> so pay attention for that. that. That'll be fun. Uh, and actually, uh, so Nolan and I are going to be playing on Rare Replay. Uh, Joel is doing it old school. He's actually going to be playing yep. on the original hardware. Yep. So that'll be, that'll be I'm cool. a purist. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so then don't forget at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll come back, do a, a little break. We'll update you on how much money we've raised and and chit chat for a little while just to give us a break from video games because much we like video games 24 hours straight of video games is that's a lot it's rough brain yes. um, and the brain then all of us so that makes it a little bit yeah easier. that that does no. make it quite a bit easier past years yeah. doing extra life by myself is really hard oh man so and then um and at, yeah, sometime after that, we'll stream more games, and then at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll come back and close it out and have a good party. So that's going to do it for us right now. Uh, love you guys. And I will see you all back here in a few minutes. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Be good, humans.
para 